Welcome to the Jazz Note Podcast. I am your host, James Stratton, and tonight we are going to go over the game between the 16th and 5 Utah Jazz in Atlanta playing the 10 and 11 Atlanta Hawks. Very drawn out introductions, but whatever. I'm doing this a little bit later because I went and worked out during the game. I recorded it, then watched it after the workout, which I don't know if it was a good idea or not to do that because right now I am not feeling that good. <laughs> uh, so before we get into it, I, I saw this little meme on on the Instagram. Uh, Donovan Mitchell misses a dunk. A pretty easy dunk he should have made. <laughs> and the meme was uh, when Shaquille O'Neal, uh, he's just smiling and says when Shaq sees Donovan missing a dunk. And that just came to, you know, uh, made me think about the times he's missed dunks. I'm not saying that he actually was smiling or whatnot because the dude missed dunks too. But anyway, so my question to you all, or you can just ponder to yourself, is when's, what, what was the first NBA memory that you had? Like, you know, Kobe hitting a game winner or something, just your very first NBA memory. Uh, mine was actually Shaquille O'Neal missing a dunk, so that's why I brought it up. That's why I thought it was pretty funny. And it's legitimate. It's when I liked Shaq, you know, and he was playing for the Magic, and it was 1995, so you guys can start gauging how old I am now. Um, and he was playing the Indiana Pacers in the Eastern Conference Finals, and he, he, I think he collects a miss and dunks it back, in the, and then the uh, basketball probably went up like 40 feet in the air because he hit the back of the rim so hard with the basketball. <clears throat> it really went up there. So, anyways, yeah, so that's my first memory. You know, had time to reflect to yourself because... <clears throat> Sorry for coughing so much. Because I'm getting older now. I have to work out more. <coughs> or I'm coughing after working out. You know, you're 17. You can eat a pizza and lose a pound. And now you are a bit older. You eat one slice of pizza. And you gain five pounds. That's life. Oh. I should have stopped working out. Anyways, let's get into the game that you came to the podcast for to listen to, not me complaining about me not being young anymore. Uh, speaking of young, Trey Young is out of this game. <clears throat> I have a prediction. <laughs> he doesn't do too well when he plays the Jazz. This year earlier, he only made four points. Jazz were very pointed at defending him, and I think that was the game plan going in. And I think it was a late scratch because he played the game before. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so they had to get to the drawing board right before the game, I'm sure, and, and decide what they're going to do now that Trey Young isn't playing. Um, he was injured. I believe it was like something with his knee or something. So hopefully he's well. He's okay. And hopefully my prediction is right because that means he is, so is okay. So. Let's get in the first quarter. Both teams are attacking the rim early. Um, the Jazz are the only ones so far finding success with uh, either made shots in inside the paint area or getting to the line. So 
they're forcing uh, fouls onto them. So that's some good news early. And also some good news early is Donovan Mitchell having seven early points. He hits his first three shots. And he is just looking very comfortable on the court again. Uh, kind of like last game as well. Halfway through, uh, the Jazz are up in the first quarter, 14-4. to Hawks get their confidence going a bit uh, with five straight points from uh, Captain Herter. <clears throat> Donovan Mitchell misses that wide open dunk. <clears throat> That's the one I was talking about. So um, that was, it was a pretty good steal. And um, and I think it was Favors who stole it and gave it to Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell was trying to be cute and do a highlight reel dunk. Sorry I had to drink all this water. My throat <clears throat> is killing me because it was a lot of cardio and yeah, don't grow up. I wish I didn't. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> so both teams just not really shooting well. Uh, and it, it, and it can't, well, I'm sorry, I didn't finish the story. So <laughs> anyways, so I, I, I believe it's uh, Favors steals the basketball. Turns around wide open, Donovan Mitchell already down the court because he steals that at the half court line. And uh, Donovan tries to be a little cute, do like a highlight dunk. And what's funny is I think he went up, like he was going up. And he decided like, hey, I'm wide open, I can do a highlight dunk. And tried to do the highlight dunk and then completely missed. I think he was going to go up and just do an easy dunk and then decided like, win in room, might as well try. And it didn't work, but... Whatever, we'll have to hear about that now. I think that was the only play that ESPN decided to freaking show about, about the game for the Jazz. Like, that's the only highlight underneath ESPN. I thought that was pretty ridiculous. Um, both teams are just not really shooting well now at this point of the quarter. They can't get any shots in, like both teams. It's not just the Jazz. Offensive rebounds are really hurting us now this quarter. Uh, the Hawks start to climb back a little bit. And we're just not finalizing a stop that we should. And they already have seven offensive rebounds. And that's what usually what we allow every single game. We don't go, you know, we don't allow too much more after that. But whatever. Or too much offensive rebounds during a game. Um, but yeah, we need definitely shore up that offensive rebounds. Because that's what Clint Clipella is known for. And it seems at times that... They were doing the game plan that uh, the Pistons were doing against us last game was uh, really attacking Rudy and making him decide. And then just, you know, if they miss, they got the offensive board and try to put it back right away. And it's kind of working because they get back into the game and the Jazz are up 20-16. to 16, Not a very high-scoring quarter. And I believe the Jazz didn't even score in the last four minutes because uh, Rudy comes in with like four minutes left and... Uh, that's when uh, Favors scored two free throws, or one free throw. I think he only scored one of the two. Um, let's get into the second quarter. The Jazz still can't find the rim. Nothing is falling for them for almost over six minutes until Clarkson ends it with a jump shot. It seems like the end of the Piston game, really. Uh, all players just need to crash the defensive board. There is way too many offensive boards so far for the Hawks. Clarkson now starts to kind of take control of the Jazz's offense this quarter, giving a little bit more breathing room after the Hawks get within one point. I think there it was 22 to 21. Uh, halfway through, with the Jazz are up 31 to 23. 
Jazz issues so far this game stack for, or, or stem from lack of offensive intensity, giving up offensive boards, and giving the Hawks extra opportunities by turning it over. Uh, there's just so many turnovers so far this game. Um, Collins is really keeping the Hawks in it right now. He caught fire at the end, and going into the half, the Jazz are up still for 45 to 20 or 37. We scored 25 points, and our defense has been pretty good, only allowing 21 points that quarter. Getting to the third quarter, and this is when I went and worked out. <laughs> Terrible decision by me. Uh, so I, I washed up to the half, and then I worked out and came back. Uh, Jazz offense is just really picking up, mainly to Conley, uh, picking up those points and getting like nine points before even halfway through the the third quarter. Hawks continue to really attack the paint and rely on those offensive boards that the Jazz have been giving up uh, to get more chances. They're not really hitting any threes. I think they only have like three or four at this point. And halfway, the Jazz are up 63 to 49. Uh, ball movement is a little bit better this game for, or this quarter for the Jazz. They're really getting that open man. There's still a little too much iso ball for my what I've seen, just someone, you know, people are trying to create. Uh, but it's mainly attributed to how the Hawks are playing defense. They're be really being ball hawks. Oh, pun. Oh. Anyways, uh, they're really being ball hawks. Uh, they're they're stealing the... the uh, they're getting between passes and, and getting the steal. They're uh, reading the alley-oops that we've been doing to a T. And we just seem to not be able to do the same on the other end. Um, every time Rudy tries to check in the game, for some reason, Favors is on the free throw line, so he can't check in. And it, it happened twice so far this game. I don't think it happened again. And it happened last game, too. So, uh, you know, it's I think that's pretty funny. Come on, let me in. I want to get in the game. Uh, offensive end definitely looks a bit crisper now going into the fourth quarter. While maintaining like an okay defensive stance, there's still too many offensive boards getting up. And also, the, the, uh, I was about to say the Nuggets for some reason, the Hawks are uh, getting their open shots as well. Jazz are going into the fourth quarter up 80 to 63. So <clears throat> finally, someone, they, they keep under my uh, 75 point uh, demand. I demand it. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, I mean, our offense is really good. We score 35 points. Our defense is uh, good, 20, 26 points. So just overall Jazz quarter, you know, that's what we expect. Um, especially with a Hawks team that is really hurting right now, not having Trey Young. So uh, I think uh, uh, Boyan's brother, Bogdan, Bogdanovich, he's not really his brother. I just, you know, just, <clears throat> just seems kind of funny. I think he's hurt as well because he wasn't in that game. Uh, going to the fourth quarter, the threes for the Jazz are finally starting to drop. Um, mainly due to building the lead and the Hawks really not covering the line as well as they have been so far this game. Clarkson just does not give up on the offensive end. When it looks like all is lost, he pulls the rabbit out of the hat and gets away with the bucket. Um, I think there was one point he went to drive in and... There's just a wall standing there. He runs into it. He falls down pretty much. Picks up his dribble. Turns around and shoots it and makes it. And that's got to be pretty frustrating for a team to see that. Clarkson's defense also is 
vastly improved this game. It just, or not just this game, it's really this season. Uh, I've noticed just more energy and less fouls when he's being really aggressive. I, I, I noticed that he is using his hands wisely when they try to do a quick, uh, I, it was in the first quarter where I noticed this too. Uh, I forget who it was, but they tried to do a quick pull-up jumper to, you know, get Clarkson to foul him because he was leaning in the course. And I think that's a silly foul. And uh, <clears throat> and he's able to, you know, stand up real quick and, and not get the foul shot or, or get the foul called on them. So just very smart basketball that he has been playing on both ends. Halfway through the jet, halfway through this quarter, the Jazz are up ninety-five to seventy-four, and uh, there's really not much to report until the bench is cleared at the three-minute mark. It was kind of like a back-and-forth game for a little bit. Um, the Jazz do build up the lead a little bit more before the bench comes in. Uh, they're up one hundred five to eighty-one when the benches are clear, and I mean the good news for that is the Jazz can get more rest, at least the starters of the game, and just be ready for tomorrow's game in Charlotte. Um, and they win uh, 112 to 91, so keep them under 100. I love it. And we definitely got our baskets in at the very end. It was kind of looking sketchy um, in that first half. Getting into the uh, kind of statistical points, uh, field goals, um, we shot 48%, so slowly every game for like the last three games, we're going back to that 50% mark that I like to see. It's my demands. All of these are my demands. Uh, three-point percentage just blistering 48%. We didn't force anything up when the Hawks were playing their their defense on us. They were very adamant in the first kind of like two and a half periods that we were not going to get a three-point shot. I think we adjusted very well by attacking the 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 rim and just throwing them off what their their plan was. It's like, hey, they're just going to shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. And as long as we guard well, they're going to miss more shots. And then... We had the monster under there, uh, Clint Capella, to, to eat up the boards, and we can win this game. But, I mean, the Jazz did very well adjusting to the early game plan. Uh, they still they still out-rebound the Hawks 52-49. to They allowed 18 offensive rebounds, though. <sighs> Definitely can't have that, right? Um, let's get into, like, Clint Capella's boards. I like to... I'm kind of interested in what he did. He had a total of uh, 17 boards with nine, or sorry, eight offensive rebounds. So he got just as many offensive rebounds as he did regular rebounds. So that's really got to be another focus for the Jazz is stopping the offensive board, helping Rudy out. He can't be the only one grabbing rebounds at times. There's a few times in that first quarter when Donovan Mitchell was very aggressive on the boards. Um, there's one point where he could have just let it bounce out of bounds, but he grabbed it because, you know, apparently you can't you can't be a superstar if you get rebounds. So he's he's trying to get those points up, right? Uh, this is a crazy stat: 19 assists to 44 field goals. So complete opposite of when we lost to Denver, we had 88 percent, and I always thought at, until then that as long as we stay above that 60 percent mark. Uh, we'll win the basketball game because I think there's only one time before we're at like 51% where we won the won the game. And that 88% we lost. And then this is the first time, 19 assists to 44 field goals. That's 
So um, <clears throat> now it kind of changes the stats because if you, if we're like well below 50%, then we win the basketball game too. So maybe the ISO ball was working a little bit more. Um, very impressive. I need to look this up. We only had 14 turnovers totally into that game. So we really were better at... Um, uh, sorry, I'm looking this up real quick. We're really better at uh, preventing the turnovers in that second half. I think we only got one total um, stats. I'm gonna look up exactly how they do. I think I don't remember who does. I think NBA does it very well. Uh, NBA.com about the quarters. Uh, let's go to the box store. It's not gonna tell us, is it? No, I mean, <clears throat> I'm going to try NBA.com. You know, we really cleaned it up. I believe we did have 13 or 12 uh, turnovers. I'd like to see only 12 turnovers the entire game. Um, so it, it's kind of, here we go, second half. Look at me being smart with the internets. Uh, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Four turnovers. So we had uh, 10 turnovers in the first half, and we really played better basketball in that second half, not allowing so many turnovers into the game. Um, let's get into my little spiel, too. About 25 points per quarter is what I like to see the Jazz hold defenses or the other team to. And we hit all of our marks. We kept them under the 25 mark going into the second, and we're now 11-2 and two when we do that. Uh, going to halftime, we left, we made them score less than 50 points. Now we're 12 and one, uh, less than 75 points going into the final quarter. We're now nine and zero. And whenever a team scores less than 100 percent, it's 100 percent wins for us. You know, 90 or seven and zero when we do that. So very happy with this game. Um, let's get into our notes of these the, this game as well. F note is our worst player of the game. Uh, it's kind of it's not saying that he was just absolute garbage when he's out there, uh, but that you know this is just not what we're used to. Uh, and then our A B C notes of the game is kind of like three stars of hockey. A notes the best player of the game, and then the other two are uh, you know second third best. The F note I have to give it to George Yang. Um, five points on one to seven shooting. He distributed the ball a little better than what he's been doing as of recent. Gets three assists, one rebound, one steal. His plus minus margin was minus nine. Um, so uh, <clears throat> when he was out there, he didn't really help. But then again, that minus nine did come off that final three minutes when they were outscored again, 10, 10 to seven. So three of those points. Um, Sino of the game is Boyan Badanovic. It was, pretty, it was pretty close with Rudy, but I decided to get the Boyan. He got 21 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, and a team high of plus minus 32. Plus 32, of course. Um, that's the main reason why I gave it to him. Rudy was kind of struggling on the field goals when it came to Clint Capella. It seemed at first he was trying to be cute with his layups as well. Not really. <laughs> Not really just taking a shot. I mean, he did take a junction shot at one point. And I thought it was in. I was going to be so happy. But it just bounced in and out. Uh, so it would be good to see that shot fall for him. And then I think he'll get that confidence that he can hit it in the game. Bino and Aino. Man, that was super hard. Um, 
that, that was that was really hard for me to pick. I actually t- took a while to think about it. The game was not really won because of Clarkson, so that's why I gave him the B note. I'd say if it was a really close game and he was just control, he and he was in control on the offensive end. I hundred uh, percent. I decided to give him the B note. Uh, Twenty three points, seven rebounds, plus minus a positive eleven. <clears throat> He was very aggressive, very good this game. Very, very, very good this game. Not much I can say. He only missed four shots. Uh, His plus minus, again, plus 11 coming off the bench. And there's nothing but props I can give to to Jordan Clarkson. He is um, very steady when it comes to coming off the bench, except for, like, last game was kind of odd to see that. And when we don't, like, when he's not performing, it's kind of just weird. Um, but I gave the A note to Donovan Mitchell, 18 points, five assists, three rebounds, two steals, plus minus of positive 20. And I get it. Um, you know, just seeing that he's, I think he made his first three shots, then misses the seven after that. I get it. Um, it's, it's really hard to win basketball games when your player, you know, your best player of the team or sh- supposedly best player of the team or should be the best player of the team isn't hitting his shots. But, I mean, when Clarkson really took over, we we're, were, you know, in, in good standing. Uh, mainly to Donovan Mitchell's defense. He had 18 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds, 2 steals, plus minus positive 20. He wasn't forcing stuff up. So that's the old Donovan Mitchell that we're kind of used to. Is when things don't go his way, he he the lower his head drops, meaning the less he's looking around the court and finding his open teammates. It's it's completely different this year. It is. Um, he's he's keeping his head up. He's finding the open man, and honestly, it's attributing to whenever he does that. There's always that extra pass. Uh, it didn't really happen much this game. I've noticed, but I mean. He, he just did really well. Um, I don't know what the turnovers were. Donovan Mitchell and my little scoring thing definitely definitely beat out uh, uh, Jordan Clarkson of how you know I score things because not everything's points, of course. Uh, Don, Donovan only had one turnover. Clarkson had four. So that was kind of like another deciding factor of why Donovan Mitchell got, you know, this ain't no. So I know I'm going to get a lot of hate. I get it. Clarkson was a very good force. Uh, one of those turnovers was just an errant pass. Um, Donovan Mitchell should have 20 points too because he missed that dunk. But overall, just you know, a great game from from pretty much everyone except for Niang. Sorry, um, hard truths, right? Facts, facts. All right. So let's get into the rest of the league tonight. And I am really mad right now. <clears throat> well, I'll get to that right now into the later. Warriors beat the Mavericks 147 to 116. Just blew them out. Blew them out. 147. And guess who the leading scorer was? No surprise, right? No, Kelly Oubre. I, uh, 40 points scored by Kelly. Really good game by him. Can't be too happy about it. <laughs> Because he's he's finding his footing, and hopefully we don't find them in the playoffs when it's fully there. Um, that's crazy. 30 points blown out to the Mavericks. I mean, we did that in the first quarter. 
Um, I, that's when, when they really pulled away. That's really crazy. I mean, they didn't really pull away until that second or that third quarter. They're only up by six going into halftime. Crazy. And they're not, they don't even have everyone playing either. Uh, so what is going on with the Mavericks? I don't know. They, the biggest thing, glaring thing is they less, lost the other Curry, Seth Curry. But it's not like he was scoring 40, 30 points a game, you know, and, and making these games closer. Trailblazers beat the 76ers. 121 to 105. They're starting to look a little better. Rockets, man, they're continuing to su- surprise. I think they're on a seven-game winning streak now. They won 115 to 103 over the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies are actually not too bad right now as well. They're 7-3 and three in the last 10 games. But, man, <clears throat> these Rockets have won one in a row, but they're also 7-3. I think there was one point they won six. Maybe I just was remembering something wrong, which is probably the case. This is what's really making me mad. The Nuggets-Lakers game. I know it's the Nuggets. We shouldn't be cheering for them, but at the same time, rather see them beat the Lakers, right? They're down 99-89 to in the fourth quarter. When I last checked, they're up by like 10 points in the third. Just complete meltdown i mean they did we did that or we almost came back in that fourth quarter but they were able to you know stand tough and stand through it so um and then i was listening to the denver broadcast as too because at&t sportsnet didn't want to cover it and they're talking about how much they wanted to uh um or how much they wanted to improve their third fourth quarter because they'll get up into these big leads and then they'll just blow it and looks like it happened again tonight. So, again, uh, getting to the standings, we're still number one. Number one! Not number two or three, right? <laughs> uh, we're 17-5. and five. Clippers right behind us, just nipping at us. Uh, just nipping at us. Uh, half a game behind. 17-6. to six. Uh Lakers will probably be 17 and 6 as well if they win and we're 17 and 5. So it's really good. Um the good note of, you know, the Denver Nuggets losing was we'll be full 5 games ahead of them. Um so they <clears throat> So that'll be good to kind of get some separation in our division and definitely win our division. That'd be great. Get some home court advantage um because that's automatic. So even if we're like the sixth best in the league, we're in that division, so I don't know how that's going to work this year, if they're going to still count divisions or not, but let's hopefully they do. And then, man, Philly lost, uh, but they're still clear number one, two games behind them. It's the next Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Boston, Indiana, Charlotte, Cleveland, and Atlanta was still in the top eight with the Knicks and Toronto right behind. So... Sorry for my <clears throat> terrible speech today. The constant clearing of my throat. I just need to keep running. I am so out of shape right now. Ugh, I'm still breathing heavy and I all I did was just talk for the last 20 minutes. What? How many, how many minutes are we at now? 20, 30 minutes? I need to get off of this. I'm sorry for keeping you on. Just me rambling. Maybe I need to do a rambling podcast and you can listen to it, but no one would probably listen to it. 
because you want to listen about the jazz, right? So anyways, so let's continue this dominance. We're going into Charlotte tomorrow. I I thought they said something about they moved the game time. I didn't hear anything about that. Um, I believe it was at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. It still is. So 6 p.m. Mountain Time against the Hornets, um, against Gordon Hayward and Lamelo Ball and... You know, let's continue to to impress the league, turn heads, uh, make everyone wonder, why are the Jazz winning so much? I don't understand. Well, watch the game, right? Uh, <clears throat> that reminds me, I, I, we talk, on Instagram, I decided to go into a little feud with some guy. Um, I don't really usually do that. It was the Suns guy because I forget who posted it. I think it was Jazz Country underscore whatnot posted it. Um, you know, comparing Donovan Mitchell and, and, uh, Devin Booker. So sons, of course, and it wasn't like anything derogatory or anything. It's just the numbers look almost exactly the same this year. And, uh, I forget what he says, but he says something like, well, Donovan, you can't compare like the winning stats because Donovan never had to play with, uh, I forget the name the guy said. Um, but anyways, I Rick James or something. That doesn't sound right. But I looked up the guy because I'm like, who the, who is this guy? I looked him up. He hasn't played for the Suns for four years. Devin Booker's first year, and he only played 32 games. I'm like, you can't use that as an excuse why you know Donovan Mitchell is winning these basketball games. I remember when Gordon Hayward lost. Again, I'm going with Gordon Hayward and crying about it. And. The whole NBA community is like, man, you lost Gordon Hayward. You maybe make the playoffs. I was kind of researching it. There's a lot of people with like seven, eight, nine seed. They're projecting the Jazz. There's a few people thinking they're they're gonna bear squeak in the playoffs. And there's some man. What were we? The fifth seed, something like that. Fifth or fifth or sixth seed, and we ended up winning against the Thunder. Just Donovan Mitchell just destroying them. And we weren't supposed to do that stuff. So anyways, it's kind of like the flip-flop back into what happened, you know, his first year and this year is, is why is they, you know, why is the Jazz so good? I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. And they just don't do their research. They don't watch a game. All they do is look at the box score at the end and go, and then scratch their heads and go, oh, I don't understand this. They shouldn't be beating these teams by 20, 30 points constantly. Sorry, I'm supposed to turn away from the mic when I yell. But, anyways, man, now I drug you over the 30-minute mark. I do not like going over 30 minutes. Let's get off. Um, again, Jazz Basketball tomorrow at 6, so we don't have to wait that long. And as always, go Jazz.